BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Amisha Gormley. We're two girls obsessed with one thing, beauty. beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We're calling on our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. With a drink in hand. Definitely with a drink in hand. <laughs> You're listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims. I know we talk about this a lot, but I'm really, really trying to lean into what feels good recently. It's even how we talk about how we know, I don't know, eating red meat isn't amazing for us, but sometimes it just makes me feel good because my body's just craving it. It's so true. I think for a long time, we all thought we were meant to operate a certain way, eat a certain way, work out a certain way. And just because one thing works for one person doesn't mean that it works for all of us. And I think that's what we want to talk about today. And we have a great guest. We have it girl, Hannah Brofman, who is amazing. Like you're amazing. Thanks. We're going to, you guys, we're going to talk about you just really quickly, even though you're in front of me. And I love that you're in person. Sometimes we, Amisha is not here in person. I'm on Zoom. I miss her so much. But Hannah, she is, you know, we're so honored to have you on because you are, you're the queen of many things but you are a true queen of body intuition and you've kind of carved out this niche. She is a multi-hyphenate, a health and wellness expert, an entrepreneur, investor, and an activist, and a damn good one at that. She's the founder of HB Fit, e-commerce marketplace. 2019, she published her first book, Do What Feels Good. She's invested in over 40 companies who makes products that are both good for you and good for the planet. She has an amazing video series called History with Hannah and Baby Banter that you all need to check out if you haven't already. Hannah, you're amazing. We're so happy. And Hannah is really two people because she's pregnant with her second. Oh, my God. You guys are so cute. What an intro. Thank no, you. No, but we love you. Well, we have a really good producer, too. But <laughs> no, it's true. Like, when we were talking about having you on, I'm like, I know Hannah Brofman. i like, she's this best. Like the but, ultimate cool girl. But you're the oh, ultimate wow. cool girl, but like, you really... You guys are hyping me up. You've managed to do so much and you're really young. Can you walk our listeners through a little bit about your career path and how you got to where you are today? Because I know you, Emerson knows you, but your path is so different. Yeah, totally. It is very unconventional for sure. I mean, I started out as a DJ That's I mean, I went to art school and I graduated in 2010 
And there was, you know, an economic disaster going on. And I had started DJing at college and I was, you know, I had graduated with this degree in fine art and I didn't really know what I was going to do. I had been, you know, working in PR and fashion and music leading into kind of my adulthood throughout my college years. And we weren't getting jobs at corporate like companies anymore. So I, you know, had this talent of DJing. I wasn't like the best DJ, but I certainly was a, you know, fun one. And I had friends who, you know, had different nightclubs in New York that I begged to hire me. And after DJing nightclubs for about three years, I transitioned into DJing for corporate events. And that transition was a huge opportunity for me to kind of own my actual life again, because DJing for nightclubs, you know, every five times a week, you know, it was just completely unsustainable. I was so burnt out and you could see it all over my face. I wasn't, you know, taking care of myself. My skin was a wreck. And everything is really late at night. I mean, you're not starting until, you know, 10 o'clock. Yeah, I'm sleeping all day. I start work at 10. I'm finishing at four. You know, it's it's kind of a disaster. And then moving into like the world of corporate DJ, my events were now at 6 p.m. until 8. And all of a sudden Mm -hmm. I could take this ownership back of my life. And I really wanted to, you know, it started as just wanting to kind of fix my skin I had been taking antibiotics for about a year or so because I had this derm who was telling me that that was going to heal my acne, which obviously was a product of my lifestyle, correct, right? So I realized after a year of nothing changing in my skin and my gut obviously was getting really torn apart and I started to kind of figure out now that I had more time and wanted to prioritize my health, I started to like do a deep dive into all things like holistic modalities. And that's when I learned I had leaky gut and I was going to heal my skin from the inside out. And it just sparked this whole invigorating journey of self-discovery for me. Because being on antibiotics for a year. No, horrible. It's a lot. Horrible. a lot. And by the way, like I won't name names, but. I have told everyone in my family, like, do not see that derm anymore. You know, it's just, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, it's, I, I mean, I guess were you it's on like, Accutane, you were on Spirolacto. What were no, you no, on? No, I wasn't on Accutane. I actually don't remember the name of the antibiotic I was on, but it's like the same thing as when you go to the OB and you're like, I'm having these issues with my period. And they're like, oh, just go on the pill. We just literally, we, we just, just interviewed, we just had this co- same conversation. It's like, oh, I'm not feeling well. Oh, here's an antidepressant. Yeah. You're like, no, I actually want to get to the root cause of what's going on which now I can so clearly say was, you know, a mix of lifestyle changes and diet, nutrition and all that stuff. I basically then found a doctor who um, diagnosed me with leaky gut. And I spent about six months repairing my gut through all of these, you know, deliciously gross powders and smoothies and just changing really what I was eating. And it allowed me to also have time to like work out again And I always grew up as an active kid. That was, you know, I grew up as a ballerina and I wanted to kind of get back to a place of feeling strong, healthy in my body and, you know, doing that shift of moving to corporate life, which was obviously, you know, better hours for me, but also better money. 
allowed me that time and space to really prioritize myself. And you guys can't see Hannah, but her skin is... I mean, it's glowing. I mean, I'm like on a Zoom glowing. and I can see guys, it Guys, just... it's hot in here. I'm sweating. I know. I'm so sorry. Elizabeth, stop it. We know it's hot. Elizabeth, Mount Marshall, oh we know it's hot. Hey, we're going to talk about body intuition. Explain to our listeners kind of what you mean by that. And you can be broad and then we'll kind of break it down. Yeah, sure. Okay, so... To me, body intuition is really leaning in to tune into what your body is telling you, right? I think we spend a lot of time masking what we're feeling, masking, you know, our food cravings and movement cravings and kind of just like really listening to ourselves. And I spent a lot of my 20s trying to get back to a place of really listening to myself. And I think at the end of the day, because we live in this society that is so obsessed with an emphasis on thinness Mm -hmm. and diet Mm -hmm. culture and pills and kind of band-aid things to fix. I really kind of took a different approach. I really wanted to find like the root issues of so many of my kind of what I at the time in my 20s was kind of calling chronic fatigue and adrenal fatigue. And I was just noticing I used to have so much energy and I was exhausted all the time. And I knew that that wasn't because I was depressed, but rather I just needed to make some lifestyle changes and really kind of listen to myself and really also notice when I would eat certain things, how that would make me feel. Let's talk about eating. Okay. Let's talk about, let's take that first and then we'll go into fitness and supplements. I'm going to touch on beauty. Take us through, like you've come up with a ton of recipes, but if we're looking at a day in the life of Hannah and your baby, What have you seen that like this really works? So I want to preface this by saying because, you know, in my early 20s, when I kind of embarked on this wellness journey, I really wanted to take this lens of like a guinea pig. And I tried all of the things, right? I've done, I've eaten for my blood type. I have done paleo. I went keto. I went gluten-free, dairy-free. I was a vegetarian for a little while. I was actually raised a vegetarian until I was 18. My mom's a vegetarian. And then I had my first burger at 18. And I was like, oh my God, I've been deprived. I'm going to like go on this whole journey of like, you know, palate, powerful, like deliciousness. And anyway, and then I like wanted to get on my, on my health journey. So I tried all these different things. And I really showcased all of that on social media, which is kind of why I am you know, a wellness girly. What I discovered was working best for me after trying all of these different types of ways of eating, which I would do, by the way, for at least three months, because honestly, you don't see a change in your body for at least six weeks of trying something. Mm -hmm. And so I would really commit to eating in a certain way for a longer period of time. And then when I was kind of on my journey of trying to get pregnant, things weren't working. It wasn't clicking. And what I decided I was going to do, which is now the way I really live my life. So I'm out of my guinea pig phase. I feel like I've found it. Because we all go through the guinea pig. I mean, of course. I, you, you just named every diet. I'm like, I've done the gluten-free. Yeah. I've done the sugar-free. I've never done the I've keto. I've done keto. I've done eat for your blood type. Yeah. And what I do now which has honestly been so liberating and I've seen the most impact with is eating for my hormones. 
So Mm. I really tuned in to my monthly cycle and understanding when my menstrual phase is, when my follicular phase is, ovulatory, luteal. And I've read this amazing book by this incredible woman named Alyssa Vitti called In the Flow. And she makes it really easy to follow the types of food that you should be eating during the different phases of your cycle. Because don't you, I mean, I know I do. I mean, I'm not and that's too like much information, but well, I just started my period. Like the, you, you crave, like I was so tired the past like three days. You can mm-hmm. ask my team. I'm like, I'm like, they showed up at my house the other day. I'm like, oh God, I'm like, I barely showered. I just was like truly exhausted. But yeah. there are those moments. And then it's like, you do crave certain things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, do you remember we interviewed Stephanie Estima? Estima. It was all about working out as well. So the same thing, your hormones, your menstrual cycle. I and do that how too. Your workout. Really just focused on fitness. So the, she did the, talk about eating a little, a little bit. bit. She yeah. did break it down about carbs, how many carbs, how many, like mm-hmm. it, we definitely had that. She was, it was really interesting. So I, I, that's the, that's what I F with. That is like the, that is the key to me. Like eating that way, working out that way. It's very intuitive for your body. Just like you are tired and you just got your period. Like that is, that is very common. And by the way, like how many times have we been on our period and be like, you know what? I am going to get myself to the gym because I'm just going to work through it and push through it because that's what we are. We're powerful women. And that's like what we're conditioned to feel. And it's like, actually you're on your period. You should probably have a rest day. Take a nap. That's no, probably going to be the you best know, thing for your body. I, I was supposed to work out at seven and, and I worked out three days in a row. I literally, I trainer came to the door. Like I'm, I can't, I'm, I'm going to have to start work at eight and I'm just, I can't do it right now. And I literally, honestly, and good I, for you. I know I felt guilty, but I know, you I, know, totally. Well, honestly, f- reading this book, it left, let me not feel guilty. It let me kind of have the permission that I kind of was looking for to say, I know that like on those days, I don't want to push through it. And it's because my body's telling me I actually do need to take a rest or just go for a walk. Like, do you think it helped you get pregnant? I, I do. You know, we, at the end of the day, we ended up doing IVF, but I feel that the prep I did by really working with this nutrition plan and eat and working out, you know, for my hormones gave me the most optimal result within my IVF journey, which I'm really, really grateful for. So take us through a month. So first week. So, okay. So let's say we're starting our month with follicular phase. So Mm -hmm. that's the first phase after bleeding. That is very much cardio focused. That's when I have the most energy. I'm like, once I start my period, I'm like, (laughs) we're good to go. Yeah, exactly. That's when you have the most energy. You're doing your cardio. Maybe I'm I don't love to run, but I'll go on the treadmill. You LA girlies, I feel like sun shining, go for a run. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to the gym and like getting on a treadmill. Maybe I'm doing like a hot girl walk or something (laughs) or going to a dance class or maybe a, a cycling class or something, but something that's, you know, cardio focused. Then that whole week I'm eating things like avocados, eggs, chicken, like the grains I feel like are quinoa. Like I don't really... 
I don't really focus on gluten free, dairy free. No, none no, of that. No, I don't really focus on that at all. I, there's in every category of grains, vegetables, proteins, etc. There's a, a huge list of foods that are great for you to be eating in that phase. So what I like about this is because I'm also not the person to eat the same meal every day. I love variety in my food. And so I'm, I'm, I'm like a creature of habit with food. When I find oh, really? something I'm trying to lose, when I'm losing, when I'm trying to lose weight or do that, I'm like, I have to eat the same thing every day. I can but eat I, the same thing every day. You love, you love food. Oh, wow. I love food. That's a very different thing though. In fact, I love food. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> I would be 400 pounds if I could be, I would just be like eating all day. Well, I, I would be, that's just the truth. I feel like this, the way this is kind of focused is like, you know, it allows you the freedom to like experience different flavors, eat different things that kind of there's such a large abundance for each phase that I never I'm never bored. I always like, you know, whether mm. I'm going out to eat, I'm like, OK, you know, I'm supposed to be eating salmon, mm. tuna or like halibut right now. Maybe like the vegetables are eggplant and dark leafy greens or whatever, you know, like it just it gives you like a little bit of a framework that you can make so many different choices. in. And I, I like cooking and I also like going out, but I just I don't I hate eating the same thing every day. Well, it also gives it's what you just said. It gives you framework because I think, yeah, some, the framework. you know, I'm never naturally thin. I will always have to like I have the worst metabolism. I will always have to watch it in certain in certain ways, but it does give you that freedom when you have the framework. But at the same time, you don't have to be so like rigid, rigid. Yeah, because that's where you kind yeah. of fall off. I mean, I know I do. I'm like when I've done it too many times, I'm like I I can't. I fall off. I don't want to feel like I'm living within certain limitations, right? I feel like everything in moderation is really nice. And for me, when I'm optimizing my hormones my whole body's functioning at a different level. Do you feel you also have more mental clarity and more energy 100%. and all of that? 100%. And you know what I will say is once I really adopted this way of kind of living, I didn't notice necessarily a change in my weight. I noticed a change in my shape. Hmm. It was like all of a sudden I was a bit more toned. The places where I was holding extra kind of pounds seemed to be smoother. My mind was clearer and it was just the shape of it all was a little bit more tight. Yeah. If that's, yeah, that's, so it wasn't like, you know, cause I, I don't feel like I am someone, I've always kind of been the same weight my entire adult life. I'm not someone who really fluctuates like that. But but my shape definitely changes whether I'm doing certain workouts or things like that. And so just kind of doing this, having this variety of workout and variety of nutrition, I just noticed overall that I felt a little bit lighter and my shape was kind of changing a little bit. Let's talk supplements, a favorite category of mine. I'm going to talk to you guys about a brand called Array, A-R-R-A-E, which are 100% natural supplements with real results. Array was founded on a simple principle to help women feel their best. 
Very simple. Formulated by naturopathic doctors, Array's product line is comprised of three products, bloat, calm, and sleep. These alchemy capsules help solve everyday problems that women, including myself, constantly deal with, aka bloating, anxiety, and insomnia. Sound familiar? I specifically want to talk about the bloat capsules, as I find I use these the most, and so does pretty much everyone in my office. We actually have all the different capsules in our kitchen pantry, but we tend to frequently grab the bloat capsule post-lunch. And by the way, we eat healthy around here, which doesn't mean you won't experience bloating. In fact, foods like raw vegetables and lettuces are harder for the body to break down in the digestion tract. So let's get into it. The bloat capsule is a five herb and one fruit-based digestive enzyme that targets bloat so you feel relief quickly. It addresses all possible causes of bloating, this part is really important. So listen, it reduces heartburn, speeds up the breakdown of food and prevents gas. It's recommended just two to three bloat capsules right after eating and they're designed to be taken as needed. So you guys can get a really clear understanding of what's in these. It's literally just six ingredients. Bromelain, ginger root, lemon balm, dandelion root, peppermint, slippery elm and nothing else. Plus they're laxative free, vegan, non-GMO, gluten-free, filler-free, nut-free, cruelty-free, and non-habit-forming, which is really important. Go to Array.com, that's A-R-R-A-E.com, and use code LIPSTICK at checkout to get 15% off your first purchase and a free sleep mini. Hi, I'm Claire. And I'm Erica. We're the hosts of A Thing or Two. We are professional enthusiasts constantly on the hunt for the products, books, and trends that should be on your radar. And we share them with you every Monday, whether it's marinated olive oil that we're putting on everything, a deep dive on pillows, or the fact that suddenly gas stoves are on everyone's outlist for 2023. We challenge the friends we invite on the show to bring their own favorite thingies too. Like when Ellen Van Dusen spilled about the IG account that's keeping her current with the youths. We also love a gift guide. We take listener questions, dear Abby style, and tell you what to get your vegan minimalist coworker or your sister-in-law who loves to hunt. So be sure to listen and follow a thing or two with Claire and Erica wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's talk supplements. Okay. Supplements are a big thing. Mm-hmm. Some people believe in them. Some people don't. What's mm-hmm. your take on them? I love supplements. Yeah. Like, give me all the tinctures. Yeah. I'm like, I want to be a wizard, a potion me master. Me too. Me too. I, I go back to when I was trying to get pregnant. I went to see an acupuncturist. She's a very amazing woman in my life. Her name's Dr. Jing. And she still like will go home and make this herbal, horrible mm-hmm. dirt tea that I have to swallow. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't know. It makes me feel better. Yeah. And I, I don't know I, why, but it just, and like, I'm literally like, I can't read the packages. I'm cutting them. I'm like literally back to getting pregnant. But for some reason, she's like, stick out your tongue. This is her yesterday with me. Stick out your tongue. I'm like, it's like okay. Because you got to calm down your pulse. Your cortisol is high. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know. Dr. Mm-hmm. Ding, you tell me this every week of my life. <laughs> but then she'll stick needles in me and then yeah. she'll send me home with, with dirt tea. But well, I believe in it. I believe in it, too. I mean, listen, I, I don't know, but I feel like we are, you know, functioning on extremely high levels of stress, you know, environmental stressors. We have endocrine disruptors everywhere in everything. You know, we're putting on makeup and topical things that are going into our bloodstream and we're just we don't even notice. Mm-hmm. Right. There's so many things kind of working against us that we don't even notice. And even people who, you know, adopt clean lifestyles, right? It's still 
effing hard. I know. So I think that when you, you know, you, you would, you adapt some sort of supplement process or whatever, like it's, you know, you're giving your body the, the nutrients it needs or is depleted of because we're constantly in this like fight or flight mode. I mean, I'd love to say that I, I work in a harmonious, what's the word, parasympathetic, you know, place of, of Zen, but that is not, that is not the case. Right. I mean, yeah, it's like even just flying for a day, like it's not good for your body, et cetera. So like, whatever. I think I, I love all the things and I loved I love adaptogens. Okay. Go in a little bit more on that. And then oh. we're going to, we want some of your favorite ones. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, I mean, it's hard because pregnancy, like there's not a lot of like research around what you should be doing or shouldn't be doing. And again, so, anyone who's pregnant listening to this, this is what Hannah does for herself. She's not giving advice to yeah, definitely consult, caring, consult, consult your, your doctor. doctor, consult your doctor. But there's a there are these tinctures from a brand called Rainbow that I absolutely love. And I take their 1111 tincture. It has 11 different adaptogens, things like, I mean, I, I honestly, I can't even list them all, but like turkey tail, chaga, um, <laughs> you know, things like that. There's an amazing brand called Earth and Star. They have these brain boosting gummies, which, you know, in pregnancy, I I feel brain fog a lot. <laughs> pregnancy brain is real. So I like to take these gummies I actually don't love gummies as a delivery method, but I will say that my taste and smell are very heightened right now. So like eating a good gummy is actually just exactly what I need right now. Mm -hmm. In general, when I'm not pregnant, I also find that adaptogens can be very like specific. So if I'm having period pain. Or if I want to make like, I have a recipe in, in my book from Do What Feels Good about around sex truffles mm. um, and they have maca in them. And there's just like, you know, when you're, when you want to chill out, you're like taking reishi. So there's just like adaptogens are very, very interesting because, and they've recently kind of come on the scene in the last like five years. And they've really, I think they've pretty much blown up. Now we're seeing, you know, so many like ready to drink brands that have nootropics and adaptogens in them to help us kind of like feel good and like buzzed without alcohol, right? Can you explain to our listeners who don't know what an adaptogen is? What, what, like, what's the cliff's notes of what an adaptogen is? Sure. So the cliff notes on adaptogens are herbs that can be used in your body and adapt to your own makeup. So they are usually derived from mushrooms. And there are many different types of mushrooms out there. There's a great documentary called I mean, it's just called magic mushrooms. I have to double check. That kind of explains the power of mushrooms. But adaptogen herbs are kind of all of these different dried powdered mushrooms that each one kind of has their own superpower and makeup, kind of like cannabis in terms of cannabinoids and terpenes and all those types of things. But each one has their own profile. And you can really be granular and say, okay, if I'm, you know, if I'm looking for brain clarity, I should probably have this. If I'm looking to bring my cortisol down and kind of get sleepy and relax, I should probably have this. If I want to get revved up before a run, I'm going to take this. 
And some of these herbs are really amazing for fertility and for balancing hormones. And also just relaxing you to oh, be yeah. okay to, you know what I mean? Like, as, yeah. because listen, when you're trying to get pregnant, I mean, we both know we had different issues, you know, along the way, but it's fucking stressful. Oh my God. And I mean, the, it's stressful when you're not pregnant. Yeah. Then it's stressful when you are pregnant because it's like, what's going to happen at this week? Right. What blood tests is yeah. this week. And then they tell you, oh, just relax. And you're like, that is the most stressful thing to hear uh, ever. I'm like, by the way, are we considering cannabis as a supplement or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We yeah. love, we love cannabis. Yeah. No, I mean, I think, <laughs> listen, cannabis has gotten yeah. a really bad name for a really long time. Yeah. And now, again, to your point about all of this is becoming more mainstream for a reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it works well with our neurons and it helps us with our nervous system. And it's natural. And it's natural. I mean, the nervous yeah. system is really what what powers everything. And as long as you're like kind of taking care of that, you're pretty much in a really good spot. What do you do? Do you do any supplements for your gut? I take probiotics, probiotics and I kind of cycle through different types of probiotics. I mean, people send me probiotics like, you know, right. I, I I actually was recently taking a, a probiotic that also had like lung health benefits, which I, you know, think coming out of COVID was also something I was really, I was like, oh, this is like kind of a new take on a probiotic. And that was called Respiotic. And I really, really liked that one. I've tried seed People love seed. I love seed. I think that's great yeah, too. That's what I use. I love Ritual. Symbiotica. Symbiotica. Amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been a big emphasis on prebiotics. And I, I honestly, I like prebiotics, but I also just think you can also get a lot of this stuff through your nutrition as totally. well. But if you can't, then I suggest if you're not going to eat that way, yeah. I no, really it's really important it's, then to take them. I agree. Yeah. Like that's the one thing about the seed is a prebiotic and a probiotic. Right, exactly. I mean, your microbiome is is everything, right? You really want to make sure that that's working properly and that you're, you know, pooping on the reg. What was it like to to write Do What Feels Good, your cookbook? That book is basically, Wellness. yeah, I mean, it's basically a download of everything I learned in my 20s and kind of what I wish I had had at the beginning of my self-discovery journey. And it has a lot of useful resources. It has a lot of kind of rituals. And then, yes, it has a lot of recipes in it that kind of lean towards refined sugar, lean towards gluten-free, some dairy-free alternatives, just kind of really going back to unprocessed foods and, and having a a good time in the kitchen and not necessarily, you know, not, it's not about being a chef, you oh, know, listen, some of the best times. I mean, I, both of our moms passed away, but some of the best times that I had with my mom was watching her cook yeah. or like, even for me, like, I don't, I'm not a great cook by any means, but I'm a pretty decent baker. And like, you know, she and I know, don't judge me. There's raw eggs, but we'll be like eating the batter. She oh, and I like same. having a conversation. I'm like, here, just have half the cookie dough. It's it's raw and you're probably yeah. going to get salmonella, but <laughs> yeah. it's fine. At least we're going to have fun doing it. But yeah. there's, there's moments of like relaxing or yeah. those moments of... I love baking too. I do. Yeah. I like baking. I, I love cooking. Been, she's a I cook. I'm a baker. I love it. Well, perfect. Um, you guys make a great dinner yeah. duo. What's your go-to recipe from your cookbook? It's like one of your favorites. I have this braised chicken with apricots and, and olives that mm -hmm. I absolutely love. 
It's a mm. hearty, warm dish that kind of reminds me of Morocco, which is where my husband mm. and I got married. Oh, excuse oh, me. Funny about Morocco. Someone's yeah. going to have a small birthday there. Oh. A few weeks. In Marrakesh? Possibly. Not me. Oh, wow. I wow. I'm that's... turning 30. It's going to be really hard. But, um, <laughs> it's magical there. And I'm... this dish is, comes together pretty easily. It's just like a one pot situation. I love Moroccan food. So I love good. the couscous. I love the uh. tagine. I love it. I love that it's, I love the tea. I love the rituals. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful, very rich culture. So filled with so many flavors. It's, it's, it's an amazing, it's amazing place. And it's amazing food as well. Mental health. Yeah. You are of a generation that is now talking about it more, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We're older than you. We come to the generation of like, you don't talk about it. We're not older, no. Oh, you know, we're, we're only like a day. We're only like a year older. But in terms of what you're seeing within your peers, mm-hmm. and now you are having children, talk about the importance of talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I find that so much of my healing really starts with the conversation, So when I was like, you know, going through my IVF journey, for instance, and that was... And you had a difficult time. I did. I, we, you know, we were on our journey for about two years before we even got to IVF. And so in that, those two years where we were having, you know, a failed cycle by failed, I mean, I'm just not getting pregnant month after month and my period showing up and just being so like depressed around the and stressed around the idea of me not getting pregnant, even though I felt like I was, you know, so healthy and all the things for a long time, didn't really share anything about my journey because my friends weren't going through what I was going through. And so anytime I kind of bring it up to them, they didn't really have useful things to say to me. And that's when I realized that I had this like whole other community of people on my phone that might like be a better use case. Sounding board. Yeah, sounding board. Exactly. And when I shared my journey and and kind of my first around my first miscarriage and just the disappointment I was experiencing every month after month. And I found this community, which I didn't realize kind of has always lived online, right? The infertility community has always kind of been online and anonymous. And I started I started just, even with me sharing it in that type of forum, friends who were not necessarily my closest friends, but acquaintances started coming to me and telling me their stories. And, and even my husband had an outlet and was talking to other guys who were dealing with it. And it all of a sudden just being able to open up the conversation was like, I mean, the weight felt like it was starting to be lifted and that there was solidarity, right? There are other people going through it. And why we have been conditioned to suffer in silence, I have no idea, but I am so over that. And I think it's really important to share because, you know, obviously Instagram can be a highlight reel. And I think it's really important to share all the things that are the struggles as well. Mm. And as we have seen, you know, Gen Z and, you know, young millennials are 
really focus, you know, even building it into their business models around how to talk about mental health, how to give back to mental health organizations. We're seeing more and more companies kind of, you know, give benefits around free therapy, et cetera. People are starting to embrace it more and more. Absolutely. But I do. It's not a dirty word anymore. It's not a dirty word. I mean, I remember when we were all, we were both trying to get pregnant and I mean, the stakes are high, people. Your cortisol is on crack because you're just waiting and you're hoping and you're wanting and you're just every ounce of you wants to to get pregnant. And I just remember going on like, I don't even remember like baby dust or whatever. Like I'd ask a question and, you know, this was totally um, private. No one knew who, but I'd ask the question and, you know, you'd get the response. Like, did you go through this? Did you, what did you do? And how did you do it? And did this make you feel this way? And you know, again, it wasn't an open, you know. Right. But it did feel good. It does feel good. And whether it's, you know, whether, for instance, IVF was the catalyst for me to really open up. But whether it's just grief, you know, I feel like even going through COVID, I've had I've had a lot of friends who have passed away. I'm sorry. And it's just like, you know, even just being able to talk about your grief in a new in, in a way that feels more acceptable now. I have so many companies in my portfolio that are focused on mental health in the beauty space because how much does, you know, having confidence come with, you know, the exterior part of our of our life, right? Whether it's, you know, wanting to have clear skin or healing whatever what eczema or rosacea, whatever you're dealing with, like these skin conditions can obviously like affect our confidence in such a way that now I feel like, you know, the emphasis is even met on mental health from a beauty standpoint, especially when we're, you know, constantly bombarded with standards of beauty that, you know, seem very unrealistic for the majority of, of the population. I think your point is, you know, really strong that there's, we have this desire to sometimes project perfection mm-hmm. on, on, you know, on that whole like Instagram reality versus Instagram. And I think, you know, it's, it, you really, when you, when you take a moment and go, you know what, my life really isn't that perfect. Like I'm struggling like this, here I am showing you my life here. I am doing this and that, and everything seems fine. And then all of a sudden you, you take a moment and you go, you know what, actually it's not been great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's when, when, it is cathartic. Like I, I, you know, recently let people know that our daughter was diagnosed with lymphoma last summer. Mm. And it was something that I haven't shared for months and months. And it's amazing how people are actually so thankful and going, thank you for letting us know that like, Mm -hmm. and not that it's their business. It's not that anybody's business per se, but there is this like general consensus that people want transparency and like they want to hear because it is so easy to be like oh my god look at me I'm putting makeup on and like my life is so great Mm -hmm. and it's like you know what yeah it's there's there's a a real respect I think for that honesty and and for me it's like I felt like I I was ready and b it was like Mm -hmm. this like relief I think we're at a point in time now where people also are much more willing and open and there's less judgment Mm -hmm. and I think that's a key thing. Did you notice that after you shared more resources kind of came about that maybe you were unaware of? Cause I always, like, do you mean like in my feed? No. Well, maybe in your feed, but like through your community, 
Like, yes, like I always that's like the that's to me a real upside of of this Mm -hmm. world of social media. Once I shared something like I all of a sudden was like, hey, have you heard about this doctor who works out Mm -hmm. of the clinic Mm -hmm. in Michigan that maybe you should talk to, you know, that type of stuff, you know, like Mm -hmm. stuff that like, you know, Google, you know, I'm not a Googler. I, I yeah. stay away from I'm Google. not I can't I'm forbidden yeah same for my so, mental health yeah, I, that's I, what I think I is also so interesting about sharing you know personal things mm-hmm. that are that are difficult is like you know other people have gone through it too and maybe they've discovered something that can help well I when I yeah. she was like okay I did it I'm like well, I'm running hold on what did you do she was like I, I, I I'm gonna do it I'm like okay and even after she pressed in, she was like, you felt better. You yeah. felt lighter. And then mm-hmm. seven hours later, she was like, Nancy from Colorado thinks her nine-year-old, mm-hmm. something's wrong. Mm-hmm. I think that it was more like, there's a million reasons why, you know? And yeah, it's, if it helps one person, yeah. right? It's like, you, you share your story with one person and you're like, hey, this is what happened to me. And this is how I figured it out. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, I have right even between like the last hour, I had like half a dozen messages of people going, what made you ask questions? Mm-hmm. Because I think that there's a lot of times that, and that's a whole other conversation, but I think that's, you know, there, there's a lot of moms that have questions about their kids' health and they're like afraid to ask of and course. Or they're going to the doctor and they're brushed under the carpet yes. and they're like, no, it's, everything's fine. And you just think, on their merry way even and they're like wait how did you know even you just sharing that story like makes me immediately think like okay well how did you advocate for yourself because those are the things that I feel like people really want to know how they can do for themselves and like you sharing that is helping a lot of other people who could potentially be in that scenario or one that's you know a scenario adjacent it's not falling on deaf ears. You know what I mean? Like, and I can yeah. tell you one thing, Emma Gormley, she can advocate. I mean, she can rip a letter. She can be like, no, we're doing this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And this is how we're going to get to here, 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 and here. Like I've seen you and that's, that's work that's, your magic with these doctors and nurses and, you know, and we're going to do a whole episode on like gut instinct, but mm-hmm. also fucking mother's instinct. It is yeah. an instinct that something is off. It's an instinct that something doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And so many people don't act on it. Yeah. This episode was brought to you by Dime Beauty. Okay, you guys know I try a lot of beauty products and one of the brands I'm really liking as of late is Dime Beauty. They have a great website that is worth checking out and I love that they're committed to providing clean and safe alternatives for traditional skincare. It's truly affordable luxury at its best, clean ingredients. It's vegan, cruelty-free, no harsh chemicals. Products are even ranked between one to three on the EWG toxicity scale. I think this is super interesting. Everything they make is fragrance-free since fragrances can be harmful to the skin and clog pores. And all their packaging is glass, which makes them eco-friendly, which we obviously love as well. They have these incredible bundles and there's so many to choose from an ageless system, the complete bundle, which includes a tinted SPF, which is so good. It's called the tinted glow wonder screen SPF, which I'm going to talk about later. They also have the daily duo, the wonder duo, the acne a trio, the cleanse set and more. They do a really good job of curating these bundles exactly to your needs. And if you have a beauty obsessed friend, they make a really great gift too. 
I want to specifically talk about the Complete Bundle with the tinted SPF, and I'll tell you a little bit more about what's in it. So it comes with a cleanser. You can choose from a gentle jelly cleanser or a creamy foam cleanser. I tend to gravitate towards the gentle jelly cleanser. Then you have the Super Skin Toner. So good, not irritating, and goes really on so well. A restorative night cream, a dewy day cream, hyaluronic acid serum, hyperglow serum, tinted glow wonder screen, SPF 30. You're going to die. It's so good. I love it's straightforward. It's relatively simple. It's fast. It's great for traveling, and you don't have to overthink anything. To try Dime Beauty today, use code LIPSTICK at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Spring is upon us. Thank you, Lord. And you know what that means? Spring weddings. I'm sure many of you have your calendars booked for the next few months with places to go and people to see and celebrate. Perhaps you're getting married and are still in the need of a few extra things before the big day. With Macy's, there are so many amazing options to ensure you're prepped and ready to go. From the latest spring dresses, shoes, jewelry, clutches, and a lot more. And I promise you, you'll be able to find that perfect finishing touch or pull a look together in no time for any occasion. If you are, in fact, the bride-to-be, now's your chance to make your day perfect and stress-free with Macy's Wedding Shop to help get you celebration ready at macy's.com slash wedding shop. I talk a lot about Macy's curations, which we love. It's truly one of their strongest suits. I'm going to walk you guys through what you can expect from their wedding shop. Okay, we've got sections for the bride, the groom, bridesmaids, mother of the blood, flower girl, ring bearer, and more. They also recommend, I love this, rehearsal dinner dresses, tuxedos, formal wear, and wedding guest dresses. You can even create a registry with them. How cool is that? If you feel like you need extra assistance, you can book a stylist right through this page. I would advise you do this, that it never really hurts to get that extra opinion and guidance from someone who's really skilled in providing their guidance. But let's say you're not getting married and don't have weddings to attend. It's still such a great resource for you to use for all your spring events going into summer or all your mini events that you're going to go to on the horizon. Maybe you have a gala or a luncheon or a baby shower or a great dinner, or you're just going to go away for the weekend and want to spruce up your seasonal wardrobe. Head on over to Macy's.com. That's M-A-C-Y-S.com slash wedding shop. That's Macy's.com slash wedding shop. When, you know, we first started talking about intuition, body intuition, Mm -hmm. as a mother, that translates to our children's bodies. Mm -hmm. Like that that intuition, we have our own body intuition. We're like, oh, something doesn't feel right. That expands to our offspring. Mm -hmm. Like it just does. Yeah. But it's true. But it's it goes back to intuition. Like, and that's the, you know, why we wanted to have you on. Like, because I don't think people listen enough to their body, to their mind, to their gut. Totally. You know? Yeah. And not to mention, like we have, like we mentioned earlier, it's like, you know, we have so many things that are trying to pull you out of alignment. Right. So trying to get back to that place of alignment where you are able to tune in and, and hear what your what your body's trying to tell you, because sometimes we're we're masking that on so many different levels. And sometimes we also just might not be ready to listen, mm-hmm. which, you know, for me, I I definitely experienced a moment where I was like, something's got to change. Right. And I'm, I'm ready to listen. And that was a big turning point in my life, but it also took, you know, there was three years where I was, you know, hearing a lot of noise and couldn't hear anything. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know. Listen, we all get there. It's, it's you know, sometimes it takes some people longer than others. And mm-hmm. sometimes the bell goes off and you're like, okay, something's yeah. wrong. I need to, yeah, I need to figure it in. And to Emish's point and to your point, and it all has to be when you're ready. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, you woke up a couple of days ago and were like, I'm doing this. I'm like, okay, well, I didn't know. We're I really doing. I heard a country song. She heard a country song. She's like, like, I'm doing it. I was like, <laughs> oh okay, God. this is our sign. I love it. Okay. I, we love you and we know you're a beauty obsessed like us. And beautiful. And beautiful. You guys, her skin is. Oh my God. Guys, her lashes. <laughs> got brows. Glowing. She's got a baby in her belly. Okay. Skincare routine. Take oh us through it. Oh my God. It's it, like the morning or night. You can do both. Oh my oh. God. Okay. We love you. All right. Well, I'll start with morning. It's less involved. Usually in the morning, I'm just kind of rinsing my face. I don't necessarily give my face a full wash. We, I have these muslin cloths that we sell on HB Fit that we produce that are just great. I use them. I kind of rinse. Don't forget to talk about HB Fit too. So where people can get things, your favorite things, your obsessions and all of that. Okay. You can get them all at hbfit.com. And we make these amazing muslin cloths that come in a pack of three. And I use them morning and night, especially around my my oil cleanser, which is like, you know, I do the double cleansing, but I'll get there. So in the morning, I use my muslin cloth. I just use either, I like to use warm water just because I'm a warm water girl, even though I know cold water is better for your skin, especially in the morning to kind of like, you know, wake up those, you know, blood cells and get everything flowing. But I just kind of give myself a rinse, get all the gook off from the night before. And then I just really go in with a serum. Depends on how my skin is feeling, what it looks like, what I used the night before. But I usually focus on hydration and vitamin C in the morning. So maybe I'll layer two serums. And then I'm honestly just using a like an oil-free moisturizer during the day. Right now I'm loving a moisturizer from Edem. It's a brightening moisturizer also available on hbfit.com. And then I also have a gel-based moisturizer that I do really, really love right now from a brand called Beauty Stat, which will be coming to hbfit.com soon. And then I, you know, if I have a midday workout, I'll kind of just maybe use a wipe. Maybe it's like from Neutrogena and I'm just kind of like wiping my face down after maybe giving myself a like a hydrating spritz. I love the brand Josh Rosebrook. Also, I do like the brand Cora from Miranda Kerr. But any hydrating mist I love. So I'm spritzing and then I'm just kind of adding a little bit more moisturizer. I do have combination skin, so I'm preferencing my, you know, this is my routine for my combo skin. I also live in New York where things are dry and cold. Have you, if you tried the, if you want a hydrating spritz, I just bought it. It's the old school and it's back. Jane Iredale mm. hydrating, hydrating oh, mist. Okay. I'm going to have to try that out. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love it's that. really good. I do love the caudally one. Me too. And you know what? It's a really good one. If you do your makeup. You spritz it, it on over. Yeah. Oh, I like and that. It also uses a setting spray. Ooh, I'm using a setting spray right now from Charlotte Tilbury oh, that I so really good. like. I love that one. What's that called? Yeah, I, have, oh. I think it's airbrush. Airbrush. It's yeah, so I have good. airbrush. It's great. Yeah. Okay, so then my nighttime routine. It's very involved. I don't know if we're ready for it. First of all, I put on my 
my my my nightly headband. So I have a little headband from HB Fit that has little ears on it and it's really cute. And I put it on every night and has a Velcro strap because I hate as a brown girl, like I cannot put on those headbands that you like put on over your head and then scoot up. Half my makeup comes onto the headband. So I I like to do the the Velcro one. Come in really cute colors. So I put that on and then I start with my oil cleanser, which is the first part of my double cleanse. Right now I'm using an oil cleanser from like it's a balm and it's from Alpha H. I absolutely adore this because it leaves no sort of weird residue after you rinse it off. But you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes you use an oil cleanser Mm -hmm. and it leaves Mm -hmm. your skin feeling like, okay, now I'm going to have to like, yeah, wash my face four times or something, (laughs) which is not the point. And then depending on where my skin is at, I'll, I I rotate my cleanser. So sometimes I'll use a hydrating, like more creamy, milky cleanser. I do love a foam cleanser. Have you tried the Say So one? S-E-I-S-O? No. Oh, it's going to change your life. My friend did the, it's phenomenal. Her cleansers are number one seller. Oh, wow. Okay. I also do like traveling with Dr. Barbara Sturm's enzyme cleanser because that one's not a liquid. It's a powder, which is great because it, yeah. And you it know, gives TSA you like the is always, TSA I, I is always trying one. to steal our, our beauty shit. They I'm convinced. always are trying to steal it. I'm I swear they take it out. No, that, I'm I, convinced they're taking it out and like reselling and using it. Stuff. Yeah, I have one more foaming for okay, you. Okay, tell me. The clay to Poe foaming. The clay to oh. Poe foaming. It gives the best foam you've ever had. <laughs> really? I just got Lathers the Shiseido so good. Oh, foam no, 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 cleanser. No. Clay to okay, Poe. It's like one big foam. Oh my God, I love it just feels like it really working. I do also love the the cleanser from IS Clinical. Great one. That's a like cleansing a, complex. Yeah, exactly. Like a gel, easy, no foam yeah. there, but yeah. whatever. No. Okay. And then I kind of go into, and usually I'll do a facial massage, by the way, when I'm doing my oil, when I'm doing that first step. With the, the gua sha. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I'll even do it just with my hands when I'm getting all my makeup off, which gets a little messy, but like, it's just a good, if I'm not going to use a face oil at the end of my routine, that's, I'll do it at the beginning. Anyway, so then I do my my cleanser after the oil cleanse, and then I go into my serums. I layer my serums based on how opaque versus transparent they are. So I start with transparent, and I work my way to opaque and like viscosity. I love the IS Clinical Active Serum. Love it. It's amazing. I also love their Pro Heal Serum. I, kind I love of their like, Pro Heal and I love their Brightening Serum. Oh, okay. I haven't tried their Brightening Serum. For unevenness. There's a good one I use for unevenness from Isden. Mm. Oh, I love Isden. What's Isden? How do you spell it? I-S-D-I-N? Yeah. I think they're a European brand. They have an amazing kids sunscreen that comes. I know we're like controversial on the spray bottle, but... They have this, this kids mineral sunscreen out of a spray bottle and it's amazing. Anyway, so they also have a really good kind of like, what is it like just for not like it's kind of like a hyper pigmentation, mm-hmm. evening of the skin tone. Great it could serum. Like a little bit of like exfoliation serum. Yeah. 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 I, I also love an AHA, BHA oh. moment. Mm. But I don't use that every night, right? I probably it's so funny that skin cycling has become such a whole like such a thing. I'm like, isn't that just considered a really good routine? I'm like <laughs> confused. But, you know, I use like a retinol or a retinol alternative maybe three times a week. And on the nights that I, 
maybe two of those nights that I'm not using something like that at night or as like a finishing step, I'll use like a serum that has like an AHA or like maybe even a toner that has an AHA in it. And then like at least two nights a week or one night a week, I'm really just focused on hydration. So I kind of just change my serums based on what I'm going for. And then, and then, yeah, I mean, some of my, some of my favorite kind of like last step moments are retinols or bacuchial. Is that how we say it? Like, how do we say it? Is it bacuchial? Bacuchial? What is that? It's an alternative retinol. Yeah. The brand that does that. Goop has, I think, in one of her serums. There's also like weird bovine kind of alternatives that I'm totally into from a brand called Bella Nectar. It's very, it's like a bioidentical retinol, but it's made from like bovine. It's very interesting, very pregnant friendly. But one of my favorite retinols, I think, is from Isden. This, that, that brand I was just that telling brand. you about. Yeah, they, they have an amazing retinol. Summer Fridays just put out a retinol. Everyone mm-hmm. seems to really like it. I haven't personally tried it because you can't really use retinol when you're, it's not like you can't really, mm-hmm. you can't use retinol when you're pregnant. You also can't use salicylic acid. So things like um, lactic acid and glycolic are really great for me right now. And yeah, and then otherwise I do just love like a really hydrating oil. Sometimes I use like the oil from Living Libations, which is amazing. They have this sea buckthorn oil that's phenomenal. I do love the Vintner's Daughter oil. Yeah, that's a great one. I a also one. love the oil from True Botanicals. I, I there are one. a lot of good oils. There's a good one from Futurna. Fertuna. Fertuna. Oh, I love Fertuna. I yeah. actually Fertuna. started using their you know, micellar to... water instead of washing oh. my face. Oh, and to, it's amazing. Oh, I want to try. I love a micellar water, but I like never use it, even though I need to, because I have these lashes. I love your lashes. Don't touch them. I know, but the lashes are hard with oil. I'm, I don't care. That's why I use my muslin cloth, because I can get really in the cracks keep, without keep messing them with them. Because the... don't don't mess with the lashes. Oh, They're perfect. I went to. I modeled with Agatha. Fortuna, she's now living in Paris. Her line is incredible. Oh, wow. I love that. That, See, I didn't even know that it was made by a model. Like that to me feels like very insider. Like obviously she's someone Mm who spent her life getting... San Francisco, Paris. She married, I think she has four kids, three kids. I know she has at least three. I met back up with her. Turner also has a great nightly renewal cream, which is really nice. Because sometimes I just Mm. want something... Thick. I know. You know, I love, yeah, I love New thick. York. It's winter. Sarah Chapman overnight I mean. facial sick. Oh, I use her crazy weird thing. thing. Yeah. The mic, the, the, the thing you, it, I love facial <laughs> tools. And this one <laughs> is too. the craziest one I've used. It's like, I saw Liv Tyler use it. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to check that out. Pulls like, it's like just snatches your skin. In. 100%. And on the nights where I'm staying home, I love to put an LED, like an LED light mask LED on. We're all about an LED. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we go, Hannah's really popular here at Dear Media. So she has to go <laughs> with my one of my really good friends. What's her superpower? You know what? I'm going to say my superpower is that I'm a truth teller and okay. a truth seeker. But if you read my birth chart, you would know that I just I tell people like what it is straight up. I find the like I sniff it out. I know what is goody and I'm not afraid to say it. Favorite thing about living in New York? Honestly, walking everywhere and discovering a new place almost every day, even though I've lived there for 35 years. I love New York. Coffee or tea? 
I'm going through a coffee phase. Mm, I love it. Go to cocktail. When you're not pregnant. Yeah. Definitely skinny Marg. Love. Yeah. Mm, love a skinny Marg. Love. Miss them. Favorite season. Fall. Ultimate indulgence. Like a four-hour spa session. Mm, me too. Mm. Favorite meal. Rotisserie chicken. Oh, I love a good rotisserie. Yeah. I just like literally open it and like eat it. It's with disgusting. my hands. Me too. With disgusting. My, hands. <laughs> my kids can too. And my dog, Ruby. She like, will just like take a bait and just she'll eat it too. Love rotisserie chicken. One thing you'd bring to a deserted island. SPF. Your happiest when? When I'm with my family. We always ask every guest before they go, if you could give advice to your 10-year-old self, what would it be? I think I would say that no should be motivation to create a new avenue. That no isn't really a no. It's just a rerouting. I like that. I love that. What is it? Something rejection is God's protection. Mm. You know, when mm. something doesn't work yeah. out, you're like, why the fuck is this not working mm-hmm. out? Like, you know, you just, yeah. some things don't work out for yeah. a reason. Yeah. When one door closes, another one opens. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in that. You guys, you can find her. And I i didn't even get to, I mean, I'm sure you have the sickest playlist when you work out. So <laughs> you can just send your Spotify right on over. You can find Hannah at Hannah Bronfen. And you are like a million followers. You're super cool. And you have an e-commerce site called HB Fit. HB Fit. You're amazing. You have an incredible book. I just, I love it in your series. I mean, you've done... Global endorsements, campaigns, TV. You are just such, and we're so happy you're having a baby. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me today. It's yeah. been it's been a long time since I've been on a podcast, so this has been really, really Isn't nice. It so fun? Yeah, it is I know. Really it starts fun. out being like, "Fuck, I don't want to do. I don't want to go." It's like, oh, uh, and then no, I was really looking forward to. It. Oh, I, well, I had none of no, that. I was like, sometimes so we, excited we get to come a little, here. We get a little tired. I guess if it's your job, I get it. But I was really excited, and obviously, I've like known you. I feel like for so long, and. You know, I was just excited to have this chat with two great. enthusiasts. It's so of nice life. to meet you. So and nice to meet you too. So nice to and meet we you. like learn. We'll just hang out in New York. Yeah, we'll yes. yes. hang out in New York. Yes. But it's incredible how much we learn from our guests. And I think that's the point yeah. of the podcast, you know, like connecting women with women and doctors and experts and, and all things, or just really the things we've learned and mm-hmm. we keep learning and. We're not gatekeeping knowledge over here. We are not gatekeeping no. knowledge. Mm-hmm. We are not. Hannah Brofman, you are amazing. Lipstick on the Rim listeners, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims and my ride or die, Amisha Gormley. We are always so excited to bring you guys along on this journey. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at Lipstick on the Rim or my website where we just dive a little bit deeper into my favorite products, trends, and much, much more on mollysims.com. This podcast is a production with Dear Media. A special thanks to my team, Elizabeth Tawfield, Schaefer Carrillo, Ken Ryan, and Anna Sessions and everyone at Dear Media. Don't forget to listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss out on the fun. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.